You're listening to The Simply Flawsome Show, a podcast designed for you to listen, learn, and leverage. Please welcome your host, Zoe Turner. Today's show, we have a guy who dropped out of school at 14 years of age, who has since gone on to sell over 2.5 million items on eBay and Amazon. He's extremely generous, not only with his limited time, but also his advice, and he's all about giving value. So after being thrown off lots of Amazon groups for giving free advice, he's decided to set up his own Facebook community called the FBA Hub Amazon Beginners and Winners. So I'd like to welcome, all the way from Donegal in Ireland, Mr. Conrad McGill. Yeah, hi, thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks, Conrad. So Conrad, take us back. Where did it all start for you? Um, have you always had an entrepreneurial spirit or is it something that you've accidentally fallen into? Uh, no, I was always kind of savvy and always in the making money and schemes and stuff like that. But uh, I never thought I would take it this far. You know, when I was at school, I was always kind of selling candy or, you know, just doing stuff to make money, you know, grass no, cutting around, stuff like that. But uh, when it really started, I was working as a chef uh, full time. <laughs> And then I started, you know, the internet was only kind of new then, not the internet, sorry, eBay and Amazon was only kind of new then. And I started uh, just messing about in my spare time, an hour or two a night, and uh, trailing stuff on eBay. And basically, with doing that one about six months, uh, my, my money I earned from that actually overtook my full-time job as a chef. So then I decided to get on that full-time and leave my job as a chef. Mm-hmm. So I worked in my bedroom for a while, employed my mom. I uh, bolted up that way, got two bags for the home, then I got a, a unit, I got two bags for that, then I got four units, mm-hmm. I got two for that, and then I got a large warehouse now, and uh, a stock all around the world in the FBA centers, so mm-hmm. that's kind of where it started, but you know, it's, yeah. Okay, that's amazing. So as a starting point, how, do you, how would you recommend that people get started on Amazon? Uh, on Amazon? I would advise them to join free groups. I'm not going to just say join my group, but just ask as many questions as they can on there uh, mm-hmm. and get as much advice as they can uh, before they start joining. Because there is a lot they learn. It's not just, you know, you'll not get it in one answer. You need to do a lot of research on how Amazon works, you know, how important works, how private living works, how, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, you need to research it first and then uh, make the decision. But uh, definitely, it, it does work, it can work, and it, it can work for everyone if they put the time on and get the right products. It's not, you don't need to be a mastermind or, you know, really smart to, to do it. You just need to have time, commitment, and dedication. How many years have you been selling on Amazon now? About uh, Amazon's probably about four years. I'm on eBay about 67. So about four years, four to five on Amazon, 67 on eBay. Wow, wow. So it's, it's amazing what you can achieve in that yeah. space of time if you're dedicated and committed. Yeah, because you're always compounding your results. So if you're doing, you know, you're finding the product and say you're making a thousand pound a year in a product, you find another product, then you make two thousand pound a year and then another product. That's just, you know, that, that's an example. It's not an exact price, but you just keep adding to it, you know. So it, it, it's compounding your results. Sometimes when you, when you get the one product right, you know, that's you, and then you just add it, add it, add it. It's not like you're you're adding extra work all the time. It's just one product you're adding each time, you know? Mm-hmm. So people run the business with one product alone. And, so it's, like, uh, it's like a compounding effect by the sounds yeah, of it. Definitely, definitely, that's what it does, you know? You know, the, you know you'll know, you put the work on at the start, you know, and then it'll, it can last a lifetime. You know, that work you put on 10 years ago, if you get it right, and then yeah. add it again if you want more. But... It's definitely the way to go, and it can be quite passive as well. You can actually send your stock straight to FBA. Uh, you know, you can have a outsourcer or a VA. You know, make your lessons, do your product pictures. You don't even need to touch products, or you don't need to, you know, even do anything. If you just give someone instructions, uh, they can do it all for you, and then Amazon can fulfill orders to the customers. You know, uh-huh. so it can be so very passive. For yeah. anyone out there wanting to get started on Amazon, how much money do you actually need to get started? 
It depends what you want to get out from it. If you want to replace your day job, you could probably start with a thousand pound or so. It's getting the right products, you know, it's kind of getting lucky with the right products. Uh, if you want to get not just replace your income, like a, a vast amount of wealth, you know, you, you can put on more. Personally, I started with five thousand pounds, so that's what I would say from because I can only speak from personal experience. Mm -hmm. but, uh, it really does depend what you, you're looking to do. As I say, you, you can either replace your 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 normal salary, which can be quite easily done, or if you want to go and get a lot of money and you know love love life in your own terms and uh, not have to worry about money, have enough to do you and your family the rest of your life, and maybe even your children and your grandchildren. It just depends what you want. But it's all possible. So many people give in before they've even give it, give it the opportunity, or they'll start it, and they don't start seeing the results. How long would you advise people? Like, How long does it take to, to break even and start making a profit? It's a hard uh, question to answer because you could, some people could get on straight away on profit, you know, some people might not get it for a while, it depends if they're doing pay per click, but there's no definitive answer. Uh, I would just say test kind of loads in small amounts and then double down on what works. You know, don't invest heavily on one product, I, I would test a lot of products in small quantities and then whatever works, you know, spend more time, more commitment on that product and then the SPR dollars, because some just won't work no matter what you do. It's not like every product you can uh, can work, you know, some just don't work. But I would give it, uh, you know, realistically, I would be working doing Amazon along with my day job and then letting that bolt until I seen some kind of res results that I could replace my income. I wouldn't just give up my day job. But you're, you're talking, it took me about you know, six months until I, I, I could do it, but it's different for everyone with every product, but definitely give yourself a year anyway, uh, I, I would say, you know, but as I say, keep your day job as well. Don't just go giving up your day job uh, to follow this dream. That might not work. It, it, it can work and it does work, but I would just always be on the safe side. So you would say a year is a good time frame to give it, the opportunity, your business, the opportunity to grow and then really yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a year. Like, but it depends, you know, it depends what you're doing in that year. If you're not putting much effort on in that year and you're coming to the end of the year and it's not working, you know, it's not really the year's fault, it's your fault. You know, if you're, put, if you're committed to it and you're putting on uh, a good amount of energy yeah. and you're, you know, putting your focus on it and really kind of, you know, acting on it and it's still not working after a year, you know, you, you I wouldn't say give up, I would say change strategy, you know, because it definitely, definitely 100% works, you know, it, I would never say give up, I would just ch say change tactics, what you're doing is not working, it's not that Amazon's not working, what you're doing is not working. Would you, would you like to start now, like, you know, you started this uh, six years ago, would you like to, in today's market? knowing what you know now and knowing the competition, is this something that you would go wholehearted into right now as a beginner? I, I feel I could do it, no problem, you know, uh, definitely. But I wouldn't, I prefer to be where I'm at now, obviously, because why would, you know, you know, I wouldn't want to start again. But, uh, you know, it's a hard work at the start and then the momentum grows and you just roll along yourself then. So I don't want to really bowl all that again, but I could do it. Uh, people always say it's too saturated and there's too many competitors, but there's new products to market coming all the time. So how can I have like a, an advantage over you? You know, say that say the iPhone brings out a new case, cover, accessory, or say there's a brand new phone coming out that's not even invented yet. How can I have a advantage over somebody else over that? You know, I don't even know the product, but it doesn't exist. So it's a fair playing field for all there. All I have over that person is knowledge. Mm -hmm. How to, how to, how to uh, you know, list item, kind of ranked item, stuff like that. So it definitely is, you know, it definitely is still viable to do for everybody. I think Where did your, you say all that you have is knowledge. Where did your knowledge come from? And how, uh, how, how long did it take you to build that up? Uh, 
seven years to say, I still don't know everything about everything. Do you know, and anybody who claims that they know everything about everything, I'd be very wary of because, you know, nobody does. But uh, I learned by trial and error. There was no kind of groups around or no courses or nothing like that. When I learned, I was just basically asking questions that our Amazon sellers, I had one guy and just phone customer service, you know, uh, seller support, asking them and learning my own way. It was a lot harder, but, you know, I learned the hard way. And, uh, you know, I just go by my own kind of way of learning. Uh, nobody's kind of really taught me, so it might not be the same as everybody else is uh, teaching in courses, or, or which who are selling courses. But it, it works for me, so I'm 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 happy the way I learned. You know. Okay. Okay. Conrad, I live in Dubai, and um, it's a very entrepreneurial place to live. Uh, lots yeah. of people out here coming moving out here to um, earn a lot of money. There's a lot of young people out here um, wanting to set up their own businesses. Is this something that young people or young adults or anyone, anyone of any age can do over here in the UAE? Yeah, no problem. You know, they can just, well, uh, is Amazon on the UAE? We ha actually, we have um, an e-commerce platform here called souk.com. That was the main platform. However, Amazon, uh, a couple, I think it was oh, uh, a few years ago, a couple of years ago. I had 2008, but I actually don't think it was that. It, I think it was just a couple of years ago. Amazon bought Souk out. Yeah. Um, so it's combined with Souk now. So you go onto Souk.com and you literally have access to all Amazon sellers. Like literally I ordered uh, the Rode um, mic, um, the lapel mic the other day yeah. on Amazon Prime. And literally it's normally a nightmare to get things in the UAE because of the postal system. I literally ordered it and it came within two days. I just couldn't believe it. Um, so yeah, we do have Amazon over here now. Um, yeah. It's it's combined with Souk, yeah. yeah cool. Oh, but yeah, very good. But definitely, uh, you can be anywhere in the world, you know, as long as you have a laptop connection and uh, a bank account, you know, you can, you can work on Amazon. Uh, you know, you can get your, I don't know what the UAE is for manufacturing, but you can get the stuff sent direct from China to Amazon, uh, America, USA, or you can get it sent to Japan, UK, anywhere in the world. Uh, you know, it's definitely a good job, as I say, or a good kind of business, because it can be passive income. You can have one product that can make, make you rich for life. Uh, you know, not everybody has these products, uh, but uh, definitely if you have a good idea or you like selling, uh, there's no other marketplace in the world than Amazon. You know, it is the top marketplace in the world now. So. Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend, no matter where you're from in the world, get them on Amazon, you know. Okay. What is the number one mistake that most startups make in e-commerce? Uh, the number one? Say? I would say they probably overestimate what they can make in one year and underestimate what they can make in five. Do you know, yeah. People think they're going to get really rich in one year and do really well. Some people do, you know, well, they have a very odd one, you know, you might replace your salary or you'll build momentum. Some people do quite well, but a lot of people get this vision in their head thinking that they're going to get really rich and they're going to be driving this sports car and own this house. And realistically, it's only getting the momentum them. You know, some people do get it before, but uh, so they really do overestimate what they can uh, achieve in a year, but massively underestimate uh, what they can achieve in five to ten years. So I would say it's a long-term game. You know, don't don't expect just to jump on and then get rich quick because a lot of people think that they failed because they haven't got rich quick and they give up. So mm -hmm. that's that's what I would say to be fair. And it's an overwhelming job as well. There's a lot to learn. So you know, just take your time, take it step by step. Don't be trying to do too much at once. Don't be throwing money on the advertising our courses or pay-per-click campaigns that people kind of try and sell you this will this will work you know the best the best thing you can do is get knowledge free knowledge you know mm -hmm. and then 
you know, when, when you are kind of more advanced or, or know that more, you know, you can decide whether you want to buy or not. Because when you're new, a lot of people just try and sell you stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they find the vulnerable, uh, not the vulnerable, but, you know, the, the new, new base because they don't know what they're doing. And a lot of people waste money that way. And I would just watch out for that. It's those points. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons that you set up your Facebook group, basically yeah. to, to provide a community that um, supports each other, um, new starters and kind of seasoned Amazon kind of sellers, just to support each other, give free advice and give value. So maybe that people don't have to go out and feel that like they have to spend thousands of, on courses. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, the, the group, you're more welcome to join our group. And I, as somebody asked in the group, should I buy a course? And I said to them, like, listen, ask as much questions as you can here. Try and get as many answers as you can free of charge. And then if you still haven't got your answers, by all means, buy somebody's course, you know. But try and get it free first, you know. Because uh, sometimes, of course, it's just a, it's not, uh, it's not a two-way, you know. It's just some guy talking. You can't answer questions. You've paid a lot of money and there's nobody to turn to. But uh, by all means, join a community, net, network with, with people, uh, partner up, help each other out. Yeah, yeah. I guess the thing about courses, though, I mean, is that people tend to value things that they pay for. When it's yeah, yeah. Free, they don't value it as much. But if they've gone out and they paid a certain yeah. amount of money for something, they feel, I get, yeah, they want to get the money's worth, and I guess they just feel more committed. Um, yeah. But the beauty of the group, I guess, is a support network. It's people that have been doing the job for years. Yeah, it's not only me. Like, we have a few seven-figure sellers on there. Uh, a few guys, you know, sell really, really big. They give their time back when they can. I give my time back when I can. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to answer every uh, question in the group personally. I'll put aside an hour or night or so and just, you know, do about then. That's my way of giving back. Because when I was doing my personal profile, I was getting so many messages and I couldn't answer them all because I would have been around the clock doing work for free, helping other people. Mm-hmm. So the group as well, the group was a way of me kind of letting them punch off each other. So it doesn't all come to me. So all our members can answer and stuff like that. So, and then when I want to give back time, I give back time in my own time when my time permits. Uh, not kind of, I don't want to be burdened with, you know, having they reply to everybody. That's that's not the way it is. It's just, you know, I, I give back when I can and then group members help out. But it, it definitely is a, a very good place, you know. Okay. What should people be doing in 2019 that no one else is saying? 2019, that, sorry, that no one else is what? That no one else is saying, you know. Uh, Expand their social media, getting on as many platforms as possible, getting on uh, Amazon FBA, getting on Amazon, you know, there's a new multi-marketplace, you can get on all the countries around the world, just spreading, if, in a business way, spreading their reach as far as they can in all platforms, you know, by using VAs to get their message, their product across the world. What the internet's doing is making the world smaller and uh, just take a full opportunity of it. Because I think maybe in five or ten years' time, it might be a whole different game, and you'll not be able to do what you're, you're able to do today, mainly free of charge. You know, most of these sites are free. Uh, eBay and Amazon, they're more or less free to list on, you know. So uh, just take advantage of as many channels as you can. That's that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. We spoke earlier. Yeah, we spoke earlier about virtual assistants. Yeah. Um, what value do you put on outsourcing? Uh, real high value, you know, uh, all my stuff listed on Amazon's from a VA. Uh, you know, basically I want to be working on strategy and I want to be working on the business, not on the business. So when I'm doing kind of smaller tasks, uh, like listing customer service, you know, I'm not making the money I should be or thinking about the long game. I put a very high value on VAs, you know, because, and even and most of these VAs now, you can just go and tell them, listen, I want this done. They know the task already. They probably know how to do it better than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you try and hire somebody local. You'll have to train them. It might take three months of training. 
these VAs already know it, and they're probably a quarter of the price as well. And you know, it's it's ideal, really. I think. Have you trained the VAs up personally yourself? No, 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 no. They 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 know the job themselves. Yeah. yeah, I connected with a VA recently um, on Fiverr about a logo, and she'd done a lot of work with Amazon yeah. and, uh, and eBay. You know, she'd done it all. So yeah. yeah, a lot of like you say, a lot of them have already been trained, and they already know how to do it. Yeah. One thing, one thing that I don't quite get is that they have all the tools to do it themselves. Why don't they do it? Why do they continue to? Having these yeah. skills, why do they continue to work for like five dollars an hour? Um, and they're making so much more, like. But you know, they might be, they might be getting you know they're, they're trading time for money. They might not have a uh, capital to start out, out. You know, a lot of you know that's what I'm thinking. But you know, even with VAs as well, if you don't like the VA, you know, just let them go. It's not like uh, in the UK or as a whole kind of you know way a procedure of you know dismissing uh, uh, employees and stuff if they're not working you know a VA is just you know if, if their service isn't good choose another VA you know just trial and error but uh, I would highly highly recommend them you know uh, just everything you're doing in your day write it down and uh, you look at the list at the end of the day and just think can a VA do that go on the fiber and type on whatever you can do in that day if it's a research type on research get a VA It'll, it'll be a lot cheaper and free up a lot of your time and that's why most people are in business you know you want to work hard not to have to work hard you know you're working for money to make a better life not working the work to work how much would a good va cost per hour a good va uh it depends i have one is 12 dollars an hour and have one that got as three dollars an hour, so they're both quite good. The one at twelve, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 a lot easier to deal with. The one at three, it's it's harder to deal with, but he still gets the job done. There's like translation kind of problems just between me and him, but he does get the job done. But it, it depends. It depends what you're looking for. You know, you can pay up to you know two three hundred pound for a VA per hour. It just really depends what your business model is. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's if it's kind of like uh, just a, a job of like copy and paste or, or something like that, you know, go for the lower end one because there's no real kind of skill set involved. But if it's, you know, something's a wee bit more kind of important and you, you could mess up something, I would go for, you know, a higher end one or, or you know, just trial and error. I would always go trial and error. If you, if you uh, one of the cheaper brackets can work, I'll, I'll always stick one of the cheaper bracket because you don't really want to spend money when you don't have to. Mm, yeah, good advice. What would you recommend that people stay away from? On Amazon or? Amazon, eBay. Stay away from uh, everybody else's selling. Sell. The first 30 things that pop under your head that you think will be a good seller is going to be a very bad seller. It's going to be very hard to get it ranked. You know, most people think iPhone cases, iPhones, uh, you know, all these gadgets, helicopters, everybody else has thought of that. They're all selling them and uh, nobody's making money. They're selling them to get their money back. They're even making a loss on them, you know? Uh, so definitely stay away from the first 30 to 50 things that pop under your head. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the control that Amazon has over the sellers, like suspending accounts, etc. It, I, I don't like it. You know, uh, it's caused massive headache for me. It caused massive stress for me, kind of because they can just destroy your life with a click of a button. You know, just one click, your they, life's they, over. They can take your livelihood away just like that. Yeah, yeah. That you can have all your stock in the fulfillment center. You could be sitting with you know, half a million pound of stock, they can click a button and uh, just wipe out your account. Uh, one time I got suspended for selling, it was like a mouse trap, you know, mouse trap just for catching, but it's, it was grand to sell in the UK, but I listed it in Germany, but it's against the law in Germany and just stuff like that's, you know, unforeseen stuff, that's, that's what'll catch you, it'll not be, you know, 
you'll not be breaking rules, you know, knowing that you're doing it, but it'll be unforeseen stuff that will get you. But uh, it really is a concern that they can uh, just close your business in, in one click. You know? How long did you get suspended for? It was only about a day or so because, you know, it was, I think, sometimes they will just open it up if they realize they might have been about heavy-handed. But uh, when you're dealing with them as well, it's just like a canned response. It's like it's not like it's a human dealing with you. It's just like scripted, you know, and the, you can't ask them a specific question. They'll just send you back a copy and pasted answer. So they're really, really hard to deal with in that way. But uh, I'm not trying to put people off here. The thing about it is everybody's in the same boat. It's all our, you know, you join Amazon or you don't. You know, everybody has the same kind of, nobody has an advantage over others on this. You know, we all, we all are in the same boat. Is there anything that people can do to safeguard the business over the potential of this happening? Do research everything, research pat patents, research trademarks, uh, infringement and stuff, research laws in different countries, just research as much as they can and try and cover, co cover all the ground so there's no problems. Message Amazon directly, uh, posting, as I say, groups, forums, ask questions on there. Just uh, do as much due diligence as you can do before uh, investing a lot of money. That's what I would recommend. So what do you say about people also like creating um, kind of like their own website, their own platform to sell their items on as well as Amazon, just in case that happens, like creating their own email list? Yeah, um, email uh, I would say definitely go eBay. You know, most of the people are going to eBay or Amazon or if you're in the USA, there's Walmart, Wish and Jet. You know, I would get on as much platforms as I can. Uh, just don't depend on Amazon. Websites these days is pretty hard to, you know, get traffic to unless you have some other kind of media like social media or an Instagram or, or a lot of followers. You can redirect them to your website. Uh, website, you haven't got the fees, but you haven't got the traffic. But there's no harm in setting one up, but it just does take a lot for people to come in and buy that don't know you. You know, but definitely getting all platforms don't just depend on Amazon. So, if Amazon were going to, it would suspend you tomorrow. Would you have access to your uh, kind of clients or the people? Would you have emails, addresses, or you're anything not, like that? No, you're not allowed. It's against Amazon terms and conditions. You're not allowed to contact any Amazon buyer unless it's to do with a product. You can't take their information. They don't give the email address. So, no, they're not really your customer. Their Amazon customer, yeah. You know, on Amazon and eBay, there's no real loyalty. Are they're just buying the best item that's ranked at the best price. So it depends if you're selling your own kind of unique brand, and it is a, a very good brand. You know, there might be loyalty, but it's not loyalty to you. It's whoever selling it. You know. Mm. Mm. Okay. What three skills do you think that people need to succeed on Amazon? Uh, I think you need to be efficient, I think you need to be determined, and I think you need to be relentless. What was the third one? A relentless. Relentless. You know, never, yeah, yeah. I like that one. So efficient, determined, yeah. and relentless. Yeah. So I, I guess by efficient, we've covered that in terms of the VAs. It's about kind of managing your time effectively, outsourcing. Yeah, and if you're fishing with the money as well, you know, don't be going on and paying a lot of money for these guys to fancy stuff up and put stuff in a nice box and let on it's, you know, the woman formula. You know, just be fishing your money and, you know, do, do everything, you know, try and test everything cheaply because sometimes it can work. There's no point pouring uh, petrol on the fire that's already lit. So be fishing your money and, uh, you know, if you watch the pennies, the pounds watch themselves. So I would definitely get that right because a lot of people do throw a lot of money on and uh, marketing and stuff and then they burn their money pile and they've nothing else and then they're just, uh, they just fail by default really. So be efficient with your money, your time, you know. Do you spend a lot of money on pay-per-click and Facebook no. advertising no. or anything like that? No. Do you do, do, do pay-per-click with, no. with Amazon? You, you can do it. I don't do it. You know, people do it. Uh, Pay-per-click will be kind of a fast way of getting your item at the top. 
Yeah, but then again, it might not work, and you could spend a lot of money on it, you know. But I would rather test a lot of items and let them build organically, you know. And that—that's the way I work. Work it, you know. Okay. How is so? How is your business structured? And um, how many like brands do you have? And how many okay. items would you sell within within one yeah. brand? I've about. I haven't really checked recently. Sixteen hundred to two thousand say items. I have five private labels, so five brands, and then I have like a universal kind of private label. So uh, the universal one would probably have about twelve hundred items in it, and then the other five brands would have about one hundred and fifty on each or so, roughly. So, what do you mean by universal private label? Universal. It's kind of like. Well, all our private labels are all trademarked, they're all official, they're all kind of, you know, with IPO office, they're registered trademark, but the universal one would be a testing phase, so I would have like a name, like a brand name, but it's not really registered, it's not registered, so I put all my products on that first to test them, but when somebody sees it, it looks like a brand, but there's no packaging box or nothing like that, and then when it works on there, I'll put it on the more of my official brand. So it's really what it's doing is kind of warning off competitors looking to bunny, bunny hop on, hijack a lesson. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. And then when it works, then I'll put it under the official trademark private label because there's no point spending time in putting all your new products on the trademarks under the correct niche when they might not work anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how long from start to finish would it, does it normally take you to, to set up a private label? Uh, it can be pretty quick, you know, it's, it's, not that, it's not that long of a process. You find the, the item in China, you can either get the Chinese to private label it, or you can have the supplies in your own warehouse, you know, and just private label it yourself. Uh, it's not, you know, it's when you have the product, you can, you can make a private, if you, if you have the product and the, the packaging supplies, you know, labels for boxes and maybe tags and stuff, you could probably label a product one, you know, a few hours, you know, taking pictures and stuff. But uh, launching it, you know, as I say, I try them all kind of generically first. And if they do work or show signs, results, then I'll start private level and put more, more effort under them. Uh -huh. Have you ever had any experience with drop shipping? Uh, maybe at the very, very start, I tried it and uh, I was on eBay. But I wouldn't, re I would, wouldn't recommend it as a business uh, full, full time, you know, or long term. I would recommend it for maybe starting out just to get your head around things and see how things works. Because drop shipping, you don't need no money. Uh, you can basically what you do is you put the goods for sale on eBay or Amazon, but really there's a supplier selling them, so you put them on for a tenner, he's selling them for five pound, the customer buys it off you for 10, you send them five pound, keep five pound and give him your customer's address, and mm -hmm. it goes straight to the customer. So it's easy to start if you have no capital, but the only thing is the dropshipper, the supplier that's sent the stuff to your customers can ultimately destroy your business. You know, it's it's a massive headache uh, game unless you've really, really good drop shippers. Yeah. Yeah, I dabbled in it just before Christmas. I thought, oh, I'll give this a go, and yeah, um, yeah I was <laughs> complete newbie. I wasn't taking into account initially like the costs of eBay. So yeah. then I had to like increase the price of my item so I could make money. So what I thought I was making was actually going in fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking, God, I'm doing all this work. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it was just a test. And, and I have to say, when I got my first sale, like, I was really excited. Yeah. But it was just more of a, I mean, I basically identified a, um, a bargain um, shop in the UK that sold online. Yeah. And I literally just... I'm not sure if you, this is what you're actually supposed to do, but I like literally just cut and copied and pasted everything onto my eBay, and and I, I actually thought this would be okay if I had a VA doing it, if I had someone to do all this work. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, because it, you know, for, for what I was getting from it, like money-wise, it really wasn't worth my time, but it was good to kind of understand the process. Um, yeah. I think it's a great thing, like, you know, if you've got kids who want to earn some pocket money, like when I was definitely, a kid, I, yeah. I used to go out and pick brambles and like clean cars for like extra money. But I'd be like, you know, saying to kids now, you know, get yourself on eBay, do a bit of drop shipping, you know, and, you know, it's a good way. The, the, the post my page there, was it two weeks ago? There's a guy, he's, I think he's 14 and he's his own business on eBay. And, uh, you know, he sold like, I think he does 15,000 pounds a year. You know, you can see it on a 15,000 pounds a year, but the guy's only 13 or 14. Fantastic. And I think that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. Thirteen you know, years of age earning fifteen grand a year—that's amazing. Yeah. It's on my profile, you'll see the the post like. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that actually, and I read it. Yeah. Yeah. But see the thing about dropshipping is, see if the customer has a problem, right? He hasn't received this good. So you, the customer contacts you, right? You haven't got the product because the dropshipper sent it out. So you have to contact the dropshipper. The dropshipper contacts you back. The customer, con you know, it's it's a whole bag. You know, you're not you're not in control of your business. It's, it's mm -hmm. can be a real headache, you know, uh, lost items and them being lit. You know, it's just a, a lot of, it just doubles, triples the customer service time. And, uh, you know, as I say, the dropshipper is in charge of your business. But definitely for somebody young that hasn't got some time commitment or money mm -hmm. and doesn't mind this headache and uh, has nothing to start with, I, I would advise them to try it. Or even if they just want to get a fee for eBay, definitely mm -hmm. for as a, a business business that you're going to retire on or making a lot of money so you don't have to work anymore, I wouldn't advise you for that. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it doesn't work, but uh, it's hard to get, get it like that. So for those that are too scared to get started on Amazon, what would you say to them? Uh, Everybody's scared when they start out. You know, if you weren't scared, you wouldn't be normal. But you know, it's your world as much as anybody else's world. So just take take your share. You know, uh, definitely, there's nobody better than anybody. We're all blank canvases. We've all learned ourselves. So I would advise you to just uh, take the risk because when you're maybe sixty years of age and you're older, you'll be more disappointed in the risks that you didn't take rather than the ones that you did. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you give out a lot of um, free, valuable content and, and advice. Have you ever thought about putting your own course together or writing a book to help others yeah, get started yeah, I, on the journey? I have thought about it, but it's time about now, and I'm, I haven't really, you know, I'm getting a lot of kind of messages from people about courses and mentoring and you can see in my bio i put it in you know bold capitals i do not mentor because i try, try and give back when i give give back but i haven't really kind of considered too much of course but the only thing if i was ever to do a course you know i'm definitely a lot of the gurus and all our groups they haven't got the credibility i have they haven't sold 3.5 million items online i'm not mm. bragging but these guys in these groups a lot of them or complete, you know, small, tiny sellers on Amazon, and they're selling people how to be rich when they're not even rich themselves. They're driving rented cars, they're, you know, wearing rented jewelry, just to sell courses. They're not actually a legitimate, legitimate Amazon sellers, you know, like I am, you know, I have the sales records to back it up. So if I did ever sell anything, uh, it would be credible. And, uh, you know, I would, I don't really want to sell courses or I don't want want to mentor, but if I get enough kind of people asking me for it, I would consider it. If I get enough people going and buying somebody else's uh, substandard course and not getting the best value for their money, and uh, they're they're asking me for it, I might consider it in the future. But it's it's not in my mindset now at the moment. But yeah. anything I would launch, it would be definitely the real deal. It wouldn't be some guy just trying to sell you a course that hasn't. Yeah walk the walk you know maybe that's something for everyone to look out for in the future i can definitely yeah. see that happening in the future i guess it's, yeah. it's aggression isn't it in relating your I, like, I like helping people as well as you said as a true point like people 
you know, they're, they're going to take it more seriously when they pay for it. Uh, if they're getting stuff for free, they, they, they don't value it. So maybe I could consider it in the future. But uh, as I say, if I ever was offering anything, it would be way better than the competitors at a less price. Because mm. I, like, I don't really need the money. In fact, I don't need the money at all. So I don't need to push courses. I don't need to push product. I don't need to push anything to anybody. But if it was, it would be something I would be doing that would be morally right, not just making making money and trying to sell people courses, which mm-hmm. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that all our kind of gurus are doing. You know, you, you guys are selling an Amazon course, and then the next week they're selling a Facebook course, the next week they're selling a Shopify course, the next week they're selling, you know, an eBay course. You're thinking, how can you be a guru in all these areas? You know, it's it's impossible to be this guy. They've done it all in all these areas. You can only be a guru in one area or you're scatty. You know, they're just selling courses. And, you know, it's, I think it's clearly, clearly, well, clearly, obviously, me anyway, what they're doing. But, you know, I'm sure a lot of people do bite to, the, to their bit. Mm-hmm. So you've sold 2.5 million products on Amazon yeah. and eBay. So, yeah. I mean, you've only got to do the math. Really, I mean, what's what's the profit margin on? What's the average profit margin per item? That's hard to say. That's hard to say. Uh, it ranges between twenty percent. Well, the lowest you would expect would be eight, eight to ten percent. That's the very lowest. The highest could be forty, fifty. You know, you're probably ranging on about twenty. 20 average. 20%. So even if you just make a dollar on each of those items, that's 2.5 million. Mm. Well, I'm not going to tell you how much you made. I keep that, <laughs> that private. <laughs> yeah, but you've only got to do the math, really. You've sold 2.5 million items. Yeah. 20% markup, um, average. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I guess. That is really inspiring for a lot of people out there. A lot of people who, you know, want yeah. to be successful and, and, and make good money just goes yeah. to prove that that you dropped out of school at 14 years of age and you worked as a chef. You were probably earning about 20 grand a year as a chef. Is that right? Yeah, yeah true. I was actually yeah. kicked out of school. <laughs> I was... Don't ask about that actually. It's like, how do you leave school at fourteen? Surely the authorities would be on your case. No, I wasn't. I was just unteachable. You know, not that I wasn't. I wasn't really necessarily bad. I just I couldn't listen to teachers. I didn't like being in the classroom environment. Uh, I would have been kind of disruptive in class. It wouldn't be no trouble or nothing. But I, I just if I didn't agree with what they were teaching, I would have questioned and you know, kind of been a bit disruptive in the classroom to the teachers and just always on their mind them and make it hard for them to do their job and do you know I didn't I didn't do well in school at all so I have no kind of uh, examinations or you know it was never at university or no GCSEs or I don't know what they call them now, I think it's MVQs and stuff I, I don't have none of that so anything I learned I learned myself but that's not to say that you know school you know just I didn't like it I like you know, work on my own, do my own thing, and you know, and, and this was ideal for me. But uh, it shows you that school's not everything. You know, self education, in my my opinion, is way more value valuable than formal education. You know, because you want to do what you want to do, you don't want to do what you don't want to do, and you know, I might be an example of that. Mm, definitely, definitely, self education for sure. I was going to ask you a question, then I've completely forgotten what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really good as well. I really wanted to ask you it, but then I got into listening to what you were saying, and then it's got completely, um, completely left my mind now. Talking about me leaving school and being a chef, maybe that refreshes it. Mm, no, I'll, it'll come back to me. Yeah, it'll come done. back to me. Um, what was it? That's still in my head in now. Oh, my phone. Is that my phone? Let me just turn this off. I've got WhatsApp on my... Do you ever load WhatsApp on your um, laptop? Sorry? Do you ever load? You can get WhatsApp web on your laptop. I've just turned it off now. 
and that's, no, what those, that's what those little noises were like coming through. Yeah, I get I get that many WhatsApp messages a day. I don't need them more. See if I turned on my email line, I had a ping for every email, WhatsApp. You know, it would be just ding, 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 ding all day long. You know, it's it's crazy. I'll share my. Uh, I was going to do a post on Facebook about my inbox. You know, I've deleted my inbox about four or five times, and it's still over. You know, a million emails on red. Really? I'll share, I'll share today on my Facebook page after this. This. Yeah. This okay. Okay. I just want to talk a little bit, um, Conrad, about kind of mental health because I guess that really is like the theme of the um, the first season on this show. I mean, yeah. I am speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs, and and you know, a running theme amongst them is kind of like mental health issues because the life of an entrepreneur is just like so up and down. Yeah. And you know, you're man having to manage your own time, mm -hmm. and that can be a challenge within itself. Yeah. So, what do you do? I guess there's a few questions I'd like to ask. Um, firstly, have you? Have you had any challenges with kind of like your stress and your mental health since becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, when I started, I was, you know, the business got too busy too quick and I was just constantly overwhelmed, you know, maybe a year or two, you're really stressed, uh, you know, getting anxiety and stuff like that. You know, it never kind of held me back from my business. My business was always growing. It was always going forward. It was, but you know, the effects of me, was kind of affecting me, you know, I was being stressed, tired all the time, agitated, didn't really socialize as much, didn't spend as much time with my family as I should. So it definitely is there. It's very common on business, especially the online business, because there's not that many, to chat. well, there wasn't then, there is now, uh, that many people to chat, uh, you know, locally about it, because there was not that many people doing it, but now we have groups and stuff, so we can chat on the Facebook groups about it. But uh, definitely, I was very, very overwhelmed, you know, very, very stressed. You know, that would be one of the biggest problems I had during the last five years, six years, seven years. But I'm definitely uh, working with my and, as I say, just outsourcing a lot of my work, uh, working on my business, not working on my business, you know, getting rid of negative people in your business, you know, just getting rid of all that stuff that, you don't need any other burden. Run the business itself is hard enough. So anything you can get rid of, get rid of. You know, maybe people or pressure or you know just toxic relationships with mm -hmm. suppliers. You know, and anything just I would just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess you become more ruthless. You, more you have to be because if you don't be more ruthless, you're just going to be a doormat. Mm -hmm. And if you're a doormat your life ain't going very well. So you just have to be a wee bit more sharper and a wee bit more kind of guard your time a wee bit more valuably. And, uh, you know, you have to just cut, cut out a lot of kind of the small stuff, you know, and it, 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 it does come across a bit kind of self-centered, but, you know, you are on it for yourself and your family rather than, you know, you're, you're not on it to look good. You're on it to do good, you know, and if it's all our way up, I don't be worried, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about exercise and eating? Yeah. And stress, relief. Uh, you know, there's two ways. You know, you, you don't want to get under stress. You know, you want to build up your exercise, build up, you know, your social contact, uh, doing stuff with your family and friends. And then uh, when you're going under the work, then the next workplace the next day, maybe something stressful. The would have stressed you doesn't seem so stressful because you have a good life outside work. So when that's good, you know, you have to get all your circles, you know, matching in the middle. And uh, so when you're having a good outside work life, you're having a good work life. You know, when you're just working and working and working, things are going to get on top of you because you're not having that relaxed time or that sport exercise time or, you know, that downtime that you need. So uh, highly, well, what I do is, you know, personally, I do fishing. I enjoy that for relaxing. I do uh, K1, which is a form of martial arts, very good for stress relief, and uh, enjoy it as well. Uh, I do the gym weights. Uh, I enjoy that, you know, getting your diet right, uh, getting your rest right, getting your sleeping time right. And uh, just, you know, 50% of your work is, is going to be, Related to fifty, you know, your life outside work. If your life outside work isn't good, 
your work is going to suffer as well. So you need to get everything in balance. You know, it's like yin and yang, I think. Mm. Do you ever feel isolated working remotely? Like you live in the countryside. I know you have your family around you. I actually have a warehouse on the city centre, but it's just I choose to come here. I be in the warehouse most days with staff, mm. but I just choose to get out of here. And, you know, I, I used to be on there, you know, nonstop and never left the warehouse. But now I'm kind of getting that on day and working two hour days, three hour days, and, you know, when I want to work, uh, rather than when I have to work. So I work because I want to, not because I have to. But uh, I enjoy my house. But the only thing about if you work in your house, uh, all the time, it'll end up your house will become your work and you'll not like your house. And mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. So mm-hmm. you kind of give off as well this mobile lifestyle, laptop lifestyle. You can work anywhere, anytime. It's all good. I, I like it. But then again, your work's in your pocket all the time, every time. You know, you have to be able to switch off, you know, because the phone's not going to switch it off. The notifications aren't going to switch themselves off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you could, I'm going to wrap this up soon because I can't. I was trying to see how long we've been on, but I can't. I can't see anywhere. Um, but it's eight thirty now. Mm-hmm. I think it was about seven thirty, wasn't it? That, that that we came on. So, if there's anything that you could do differently, if you could go back in time, my battery's running really low too. If you could go back in time. Is there anything that you would do differently? Uh, I would have more faith in myself and put more money in the edge when I started. I bought more products or when it was going well, sometimes I was scared to invest in products. You know, when I see them going well and I let them sell out and then buy more rather than replenish quicker, I would pass, I would have learned the business more myself and passed it on. That's one of the key things. Learn what you need to learn pass it on to someone and then just keep letting them pass it on to somebody else. Get your get yourself out of your own way. That that's one I would do and kinda, of, you know, don't be that person that it's only me can do it. It's only me can do that task and where it is a badge of honor. Because really you're only getting your own way and you're only uh, you know, stomping your growth doing that. Just kinda of pass it pass the knowledge on day at another staff member and you focus on a bigger task. You know that's what I would definitely do if I started again. That would be, and you know, just put more on the products that were tried and tested and working, and I invest more in what worked. Okay, okay. So, anybody wanting to join the group and connect yeah. with you, where can they find you? What is your yeah. main platform? Uh, the, the Facebook platform, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, FBA Hub, Amazon Wonners and Beginners. And uh, you can find me on Facebook as well. It's Conrad McGill. Uh, my friend's list on Facebook's at the 5,000. So you'll have to hit the follow button if you want to get kind of notifications from me. But uh, as I say, you're more than welcome to join our Amazon group. It's a community mainly of knowledge sharing from, you know, complete beginners to a few seven-figure sellers. And, you know, if you can either share and contribute to the community or take benefit from the community you're more than welcome if, if you're interested in amazon you know definitely come join us you know okay amazing thank you um, so what's just one last question what's next for you like where do you see yourself in like a few years time what's uh, i'm not really sure you know a lot of people do ask me that but it's going to be Making more money with less work. That's, 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 I don't know exactly how I'm getting there. You know, what I'm doing now, I'm buying a lot of properties and stuff. Mm-hmm. So investing property for passive income. Um, also, you know, getting the business kind of rolling in white me and uh, expanding the more marketplaces around the world. So just replicating what I'm doing in uh, France, Italy, Spain, Germany, uh, UK, America. Replicating that in Japan, Mexico. Uh, Canada and then just all our platforms that that's more than likely where I'll be going Do you know I don't really want to go into anything brand new I'd rather just replicate what I'm doing because I've really got the skill set and the team trained up on, on that so there's no point going on a complete new venture when this one's proved successful I know you're only 33 but essentially what you're creating is something that you can pass 
on to yeah. your family, your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many children that. do you have? I know you've got a girl. Yeah, uh, one daughter just, she's 11 years of age. Okay. I mean, maybe she doesn't, but if she ever decided that she wanted to follow in your footsteps, you know, when she was like, left school, this is something that you, she could essentially... Yeah, definitely. She's, she's got an interest in uh, money and, you know, I kind of learn her about money and she actually enjoys saving it and, you know, spending it and, you know, taking an interest in it. So I'm, I'm really happy with that because a lot of kids these days, I know people say, oh, you shouldn't be teaching... Uh, your children about money it's they're too young but you know do it in a fun way you know you're not getting them working you're not getting them stressed but there's a lot of people get taught nothing about money and then they they have the real world and they're just they, they can't handle it you know they never have no money they, they you know so i would uh, just teach them kind of in a smart way and a fun way and something that's not stressful just we kind of see here and there nothing as i say nothing in any way stressful but have them ready a wee bit and you know, just 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 tell them about money, how the world works, you know, mm -hmm. who wants or so. But as I say, there's a lot of people just, you know, their parents didn't bother about it and all, you know, let them be children and then all of a sudden they're 20, 30 years of age and they just they can't handle the real world because they can't handle their money. They're you know, they're they're kinda yeah, I think it's important for them to know because she's it's important for children to know the value of money. I mean, especially yeah. as she's She's obviously been brought up and her dad's doing really well, got a wonderful home, blah, blah, blah. So this is, that's her world and what she sees. Yeah. What was your upbringing like? Were your, did you grow up in a no, wealthy family? Yeah, one parent uh, family. Uh -huh. We had no money. My mother, you know, worked two jobs, you know. We, we didn't, we didn't have no luxuries, you know. So maybe... Having that as well might kind of spear you on a wee bit too, too want to have it, you know, so, and seeing that, like my mum kind of, she was very efficient with everything money-wise, there was never a penny spent out of place, so I kind of, I kind of probably rubbed off me as well, and that's why I'm kind of efficient with my money, and, you know, watch it. I'm not a big spender, you know, I do really well, I make a lot of money, I've got a really nice house. But apart from that, like, I don't really want the luxury brands or fancy, you know, it's, it's not me. I'd be more kind of a person to spend money on holidays and experiences rather than material goods. I'm not really a big material good person. Or having a nice house because I use that every day. And yeah. I get, you know, but I'm not a material good person at all. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. Really, really appreciate it. And um, we've covered so much and um, given a lot of value, I think, definitely. There's a lot of information there. And, yeah, so I hope people are going to really enjoy listening to it. I hope so. Um, I was really nice as well. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, well, thank you. No, I've, I've obviously been following you on social media. And, um, yeah, I just kind of... You know, you just feel like you connect with some people, you know, you can tell when people are, are good people and you just think, yeah. yeah, I'd love to kind of like speak to them and like have them on. So it's a new yeah. venture for me as well, <laughs> completely yeah. new for me. And I'm kind of like learning, um, but I'm getting better, I hope, with every interview that I do. And problem with me. See, I, I, I couldn't speak in camera. I was like, you know, stuttering and getting really kind of nervous talking to the camera but when I mean, you do it three or four times it kind of gets a bit easier and that is the way of the world now you know when your kids are on their youtube channels and talking and you know i think you have to just get with it you have to change this you know change the ball and see over the next 20 years like it's just gonna be crazy the world's gonna be unrecognizable so i just wouldn't get left behind and that, as you say it's new to you as well just you know talk the hard step just starting as you see, you're making a good progression, so I really wish you the best with it. Uh, thank, thank you. you well. Thank you, yeah, and it's definitely all about the video content. Um, I think kind of like moving forward, um, people like click on videos more than they read the written word. So yeah, and it does get easier. The more you do, it gets so much easier. It's 8.30 over here, and yeah, so I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to wrap it up. I've got a half an hour drive back home in the middle of the desert. Have you ever been to Dubai, by the way? I haven't been to Dubai, but actually, I've scared...
your friend's friend was asking me to go over there, so remember, we'll definitely pop on and we'll get a catch up, yeah? Yeah, you should definitely. Like, it's, I don't know if it's your type of place to visit. I have to say, before I moved out here, it was definitely, let me just turn the recording off. It was definitely. Thank you.